Shut up and sit down. What is up, everyone? Welcome to this week's episode, episode 51 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And as you can see, it's Scott. And I didn't die from eating two bites of that cereal last week. <laughs> We're all alive. We're all Yay. alive. None of us got poisoned. We are the STS Guys. A weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What is going on, everybody? Hello. We have some people already. Adam O, Matthew's Nerdy Nation, Admiral Funko, hello, and thanks for joining. Hey, everybody. Thank you for coming on. Shout out to Admiral Funko. I love the new logo. Saw that you also got shirts made, too, so that's awesome. And the new podcast. And the new podcast. Nice. So congrats. congrats. All right, guys. So what has been going on this week? It's been it's been a busy week. It, yeah, it's been, it's been a real busy week. I have a bone to pick with Larry. <laughs> I'm just gonna go ahead and start off right there with this. We have a like, special project this yeah, week. We had a spe- we, Larry tasked us with something. Well, yeah, before, and- be, Scott. Before we do that, so we, we did something cool on Thursday, man. I was going to save that one. But yeah, we did do something cool. All right, let's go into that first off. Oh, because we'll, the other one, the other let's one leaves. Table, what I'm gonna, uh, table my anger at Larry here. Yeah, we'll, God we'll is already this. fuming. I am. Uh, what you, Jeremy, what did you and Scott do on Thursday? On Thursday night, I said we had a very special uh, event come to town where so where uh, me and Scott had some VIP tickets to actually go and meet the one the only Jason Muse from Jane Silent Bob uh that dude was freaking hilarious man <laughs> it, it was it was an awesome show just and it, like you think it was going to be like stand up like you said it's not stand up he just is a funny storyteller like he he's the type of person that you tell a story and even when he goes on tangents like you follow along with like even with the tangents and, and everything like it's it's just a funny experience. Yeah, it's yeah, like, like it's not stand up at all. He literally just tells life stories. Um, so like some of the life stories that he told, like so for example, he uh, with any of his his shows that he does, whether it's uh, Jane, Silent Bob, Get Old, that podcast, or his amusing stories as he calls the, 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 this show. Um, he basically always leads off with a sex story, and then he he always goes into basically the last time he had sex, and it was it's always the most interesting, amazing thing in the entire world, um, just because he goes into like yeah, like so this time he was he was playing Fortnite, and then he's like he's like hey, do I actually go have sex or do I you know do I go go play Fortnite sex or Fortnite? And he had to battle between the two, and you know, and eventually one of them won. Um, it was the sex. Um, but then he also talks about, like I said, like he, how he, the last time he had a massage, like it ended up turning into like, said like one of those like happy ending massages almost. Yeah. Not once, but twice. Yeah. In the same week. Uh, yeah. so yeah, it was, it was, a, it was a good time. And then like my said, favorite, my favorite not knowing though, was when he talked about, uh, the fact that he had to audition for a role that he had played already. Oh, you didn't know that, Scott, did you? Yeah. I, I, I yeah. knew that from before. I knew that he had to. I did not know when he started dropping the names of people that he had to audition against and that apparently they had Seth Green on retainer 
in case he didn't work out. Yeah. That, so, was a, that was cool knowledge to know. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, so Jason Mewes, like I said, was plays Jay. So basically the other part of Jane Silent Bob. Uh, so he was in Clerks. So because like I said he was he's best friends with Kevin Smith. And then the next movie after that, I said they got the, the, the funding from Universal to go do Mallrats. Um, and so Mallrats was going to be a, a major Hollywood production. So I said it worked out a little bit differently. So Kevin Smith's character was in there. And I said and he was directing and everything else like that. Um, but the studio didn't like the idea of casting someone who had literally zero acting experience. I didn't have anything else going on for him. Um, strung out on drugs. And like didn't have like said like formal like training or anything else like that. So Jay, the character Jay, not in, from Jay and Silent Bob in these movies, was almost Seth Green. Like, yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was so nice. weird, crazy. Yeah, it no was. Idea. It was nuts. So That's they had cool. uh, some cool things, but yeah, we'll try to see here. I don't know how well this is gonna translate, but it's kind of washed out. But there yeah. we go. That's Ghostface. Uh, Ghostface, us meeting. Uh, Jason Mewes. So that was amazing. Nice. Here. Uh, I know, Jeremy, you posted one on your Instagram too, right? Yeah, no, here, I'll, I'll show you guys exactly what that is. So you, I know we were talking about this, but you said that when you met him on stage, he like took your phone and started doing selfies. Yeah. selfies. So here, let me, uh, let me go. So, yeah. really cool. Let me so know if you guys can see that. He pulls it up. Yeah. Um, he so, takes a picture so and me, then, yeah, he me, started taking yeah. photos and changed the pose around so he just kept he took like, I just like 15 of, 20 photos like of, of, of each of us that's so kind of cool yeah yeah so every time he changed his pose i kept changing mine and he was laughing so it was pretty good was hold good on uh, bring that back up jeremy and just uh, talk for a second so we can see it all right so here is me and jason muse hanging out that's pretty cool that's awesome so is he like a really nice guy? Dude, he's super nice, super, like super nice, super super nice. Well, that and like so me and Scott had like primo seats. We were literally like one seat away from the front of the stage, um, and that and like we had like some probably the best table mates in the entire world. Those, yeah. I said that. I said that. Like I said, there was a, there was a couple in our next to us. They were freaking awesome. Um, I don't remember his name, but he was a firefighter. Dude, um, no, it's fi- it's firefighter Bob. Firefighter Bob, yeah. Um, firefighter but, Bob. But in his backyard. Like I said, he literally had like an entire like arcade pinball machine. Like 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 he had probably had, like 15, 20 pinball machines. Yeah. Uh, so like, he was like showing us pictures of like, oh yeah, you know, you guys, you know, should come hang out and this that, and the other. Like I, I, I'm part of this like easy pinball alliance thing and this that and the other. Like it was like I said, it was a good time. We had so, we had a lot of fun. Did we just had us. Huh? <laughs> I guess because you didn't grab his contact info. <laughs> yeah, we, we. Oh no, we kind of. Google firefighter Bob either. Yeah, I I wouldn't do that because I'm assuming there's probably some bad stuff on that Google. Um, <laughs> safe search off. <laughs> yeah, safe search off. Yeah, keep no safe search on with that one. I don't know. Maybe that guy did do it, but um, it, you know, he was part of the pinball thing, so I feel like it might be fairly easy to to get in touch with him. So yeah, so we will we will we will get in touch with firefighter Bob uh, because yeah, that guy was legitimately cool. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, me and Scott, we so we had a good, good time. Like I said, it was he. It went late too. Like, like it started at eight, and we didn't get out of there like eleven thirty. Well, yeah, it was I, it was super late. What? I'm very happy that Seth Green did not get that role. Yeah, yeah. Well, that and then Although it would have been interesting to be honest. Now I tried to think about it like later, like how would that have worked? And I, it just, I don't it, see Seth Green as that it character. Would have worked. Yeah, ninety yeah. Seth Green. Yeah, can't hardly wait. Seth Green was in the yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been around that time too, actually. Rom coms of all time. Can't hardly wait. Oh, rom coms. Larry, I see what you did there. So, so I'm bringing it back here to that one because uh, that's why I have a bone to pick with you, Larry. Fine. We needed a topic for this week's episode, and I'm like, guys, this movie to all the boys I've loved before on Netflix is all over my Instagram feed. People are watching it, saying like, "Hey, I've watched it three times already. It just came out last week. Like one of the best movies on Netflix. You got to check this out. This, that, bam, bam." I'm like, guys, I got a great podcast topic. We're going to watch To All the Boys I've Loved Before. Can, can I tell the story of why I didn't want to watch it, though? Like, should I, I, I think I need to bring that up. So, literally, Monday, you tell me, yep. hey, we're gonna, we need to watch this movie for this week's podcast. The day before, my wife was like, hey, let's watch this movie together. It's supposed to be really cute. And I went... Nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> it's uh, it was it just generally awful. Um, it, it just at least like in my mind at the time. And then Larry's like, "Let's watch it." So I had to to crawl back to wife and be like, "I'm sorry, sweetie. Larry wants me to watch that movie." And then I got in trouble with the wife. Oh, yeah, I'm sure she did not like that. What not Larry? At all. What Larry wants is more important than what I want, Scott. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She's like, "Oh, you won't watch it when I ask you, but when Larry jumps on, it's all okay." <laughs> she's in the she's she's in the uh, the chat right now, giving the shade. So, what was well, that? Um, like, what, like, I'm just looking at her emojis right now. Looks like death face, swords, sword, knife, 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 coffin. Yeah, <laughs> I'm in for a wonderful night. So, so Larry, uh, how do you feel about getting Scott killed? Because you, you kind of, you almost did, Larry. Um, hashtag always and forever, Laura Jean. Oh. <laughs> Sorry. Hey, hey, uh, Larry, I, I know what can make this all better. Can what? you give Scott your scrunchie? <laughs> Not my favorite. That was Dude. my favorite scrunchie. Dude, first off, scrunchies are, no one wears scrunchies anymore. For Okay. <laughs> Like, let's just go with that one. I got to say, you know, when Larry first brought this idea up, I was a little surprised. And uh, I was like, really? Like, we're, we're going to talk about that? I did, um, the whole you know, time, I was like, oh, hell no. There's yeah, no way in hell I'm watching that damn movie. See, I always have faith in Larry's ideas, but this one definitely threw me for a loop. But I will say, um, I got confirmation of that when I talked to my girlfriend about this movie. I was like, hey, you want to watch this cool movie on netflix i'm interested in she's like what you don't normally watch movies like that i'm like it's for the podcast and that made her even more confused (laughs) (laughs) wait she's like wait i don't understand aren't you guys talking about like comics and video games and stuff i'm like yeah exactly nate like i said nate scott larry like i said this is just a show that we all have a sensitive side too like i said we like say not only can we talk about like you know like comics and all the all you know everything else out there underneath the sun but we can literally shoot the shit about anything and what better thing to shoot the shit about than something that's so super popular right now so uber popular than the movie to all the boys i've loved before Dude, uh, but wait, Spin Master Jeremy, that was amazing. Yeah, as I said, but wait, that. there's more. 
Oh yeah. Cause so as soon as like Tuesday came around or whatever, and I posted up the image like, Hey guys, Hey world, we're going to be talking about two, all the boys I've loved before. Multiple people jumped in and were like, <laughs> I have to watch the other Netflix original movie, the kissing booth. So guess what? We watched two Netflix rom-coms to all the boys I've loved before. Plus the kissing booth. Yeah. With reviews and reactions from two movies. Uh, we're going to decide we're, it's going to be an all out, Teenage rom-com war between <laughs> two Netflix originals. Well, Matthew's Nerd Nation, he basically said, hey, I want to know, I missed you guys all while I was on vacation. Well, Matt, like I said, you're in for a treat. Welcome <laughs> back to Rom-Com Saturday. We're, we're <laughs> watching real we're, treat, Matt. We're, we're legitimately talking rom-coms. Rom-coms? Yeah. rom-coms? That, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, I have to ask, I turned my video off. Is my audio better? No. <laughs> No, it still sounds it's a little spotty. <laughs> yeah, go ahead and turn your video back on, Larry. Yeah. You're fine. On. Sorry, world. Yay. My mic. I guess you don't buy the ten dollars mics off Amazon. Uh, Larry, I'll give you another mic on Tuesday. We'll, we'll see I if gotta, we I can test spare. that one out. See if it's the mic. Jeremy and I had a, a, a conference call like at two hours ago, and it was fine. So I don't know what happened. So my apologies for my crappy audio. Hopefully, you can hear me okay. I will try to talk as loud as humanly possible without waking the neighbors. Awesome. Thank you, Larry. Yay. 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 All right, Larry. This was your topic, so take it away. Yeah. To all the boys I've loved before, what did you guys think? Can we we literally, can we go through real quick before we do that? So since we watched both movies, so we can get into like what we thought about it and everything else that, can we basically name what we, what, what we like out of the two? What what our favorite is out of the oh, two we're, first? Are we are we team to all the boys? Yeah, or which which team t- which team are we? Are we team kissing booth? Or are we team all the boys I loved before? Oh, okay. All right. So, Larry, since you kicked us off, what what is your vote for for the between the two? Best to all the boys I've loved before. Boom, Nate. To all the Larrys I loved before. Oh, <laughs> Scott. To all the Nates I've loved before. Yay. And me to all the podcasts I've loved before, meaning all uh, of you guys. Uh, no, so, so we're all team to all the boys. Oh, totally. Like, um, yeah. I said, if I had what, what, what are the what's the vote, Larry? So I threw up a, a poll on Instagram earlier today. Who's, uh, who's winning? And also agree, seventy-one percent to all the boys I loved before. Yeah. No, um, that movie was hands down a hundred times better. I thought. Um, cool. Than that, yeah. but we can get in. We can get in that in here in, in, in a little bit. Um, all right. So, Larry, you're saying what our initial thoughts were regarding the the movie, correct? Yeah, what'd you guys think? Characters, plot. You know, what? What? How, how did it make you feel? All right. Who wants to go first? I'll go. Right, I can Scott, go. Scott. So, which one am I talking about, though? Like, do I? To all do the boys. To all the boys. We're talking about to all the boys. Okay, so that's the the one. So, because I was gonna say, if we're, if we're starting with the the kissing booth. Get ready, because I got a whole d- uh, dump truck of shit to drop on that movie. Uh, uh, all the boys I love before. Um, I was actually the, the thing I was most surprised about is how relatable the characters were. Like the dialogue itself felt normal, like it was real. Like you could actually tell, like somebody thought about like how would people actually talk in that sort of situation, and actually read it. Like most rom coms, kind of and and kind of crappy movies uh fail at that a lot actually is 
that just banter between two people like when they're just sitting in like a, a cafe or whatever it was you know the little diner that they were in it's like uh they have real conversations that you could be like, okay, yeah, I actually believe what they're saying or like believe that what they talk would be what, you know, two high school juniors or whatever would, would say. So like, that was the thing that got me is like, I was actually very good, like surprised at the dialogue and the, the characters were just relatable. Like you understood why they were doing the way they are. Oh, I think yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say, uh, I think Scott kind of hit the nail on the head there. Um, it didn't feel forced when I was watching all the boys I've loved before. Um, <laughs> it's weird, you know, saying that title because I, I, I don't watch movies like that. But I actually kind of legitimately enjoyed this movie. Um, it was just really well done. We're just going like to call Scott it Tat B from now on. Tat B. <clears throat> yeah, the, uh, the, um, the acting was really good. And the story was believable. And it felt... Like I said, not forced, and it was like a modern, you know, view. And I don't know, it was cool. Um, I, my girlfriend really liked it. I liked it. It was definitely the better of the no. two. No. Like I'll, I'll tell you this: I started like watching, and the whole time I was sitting like this, just like on the phone, like trying not to pay attention. By the end of it, I had set the phone down. Was like actually like, oh, like I'm actually kind of curious as to what's going on in this movie. It. I, I read a couple reviews of it and somebody said it best when they said that this movie is super predictable and it hits a lot of the rom-com tropes but because it's so well like executed and the dialogue and everything that it like you don't really mind those tropes and i that kind of sat home with me i was like that is exactly the way to describe this movie no scott like i said you you just you just hit the nail on the head right there like like it was it was like i said it was a very predictable but enjoyable movie and i and i think that i think the reason why is that the reason why i liked it so much because it actually it actually harkened me back to actually one of my other favorite rom-coms um which is 10 things i hate about you um so with the late Heath yeah. Ledger, um i said it, it hit a lot of those points that were they were in that movie like so where it was like the the, the fake relationship uh just because like i said of kind of uh, the different things going on with, with the fake relationship then that ends up turning out to be sorry we didn't throw out the spoiler tag so if you haven't seen the movie like i said there's going to be spoilers just just fyi <laughs> uh larry's laughing right now because i'm talking about spoilers for, for spoiler tags for rom-coms all everybody right everybody in here is so eager to watch this yeah. now um so i said it, it reminded me it reminded me a lot of that uh just because i said of that that hey that fake relationship that turns into that 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 real <laughs> relationship at the end and i and i think the reason why i liked it so much is just because it gave you characters to like and characters to hate. Jen was a complete bitch. Like, like so, I hated. <laughs> she was awful. She was an awful human being. Like I said, I I literally wanted to punch her in the face. I said, you know so, what? Go, go ahead, Scott. That, that that was my one major thing with the the movie. Like the the lengths that that girl went for the whole situation. Like while she technically like yeah, oh, I have the other boyfriend, whatever, and she's insecure. But like the shit that she does was almost too much. Oh, yeah. you like, know, the, like, all the like, all the skeevy yeah. shit. Like so for example when they yeah. come back when they come back from the ski trip and she's like, "Oh yeah, you know what? You know, he was in my room last night and you know, we, we 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 slept together in the same room. I thought I'm glad that you're more comfortable with that." Oh, and then he gave me this cool looking scrunchie, you know. Yeah. All the while it's pre the the whole like she fucked him in the hot tub thing, like yeah. I was like, "Damn, that, that that's a little 
too far. Like, give me one or the other, but I think doing both at the same time is like it's too evil for a high school girl to be able to actually like perpetrate. Dude, and she sat on the scrunchie thing for months. Yeah, that, that's what the, that's what the weird thing is. Like, since she had that scrunchie for months, forever. Yeah, seriously, the timing was a little odd. Because oh, what? Wow, she just saved that, that for the. She saved it for the opportune moment. She's right. like, "I got this." So I'm They're gonna hook up in the hot tub at the ski trip, and I'm gonna, I'm, I'm saving this shit. No, Larry, I'm glad you brought that up though, just because I'm like, I had to, I, I'm like, because I was wondering, because it was such a pointed out deal in the, in the bathroom of like the the first party, um, mm-hmm. happening with the scrunchie. Yeah, what, yeah. what I'm like, what is going on with the scrunchie? And then boom, right back into it at the end. I'm like, I'm like, look, there's the scrunchie. So can can I point out one other thing that was I, I I caught like it's very rarely that I catch editing mistakes but I did catch one in this movie and the wife the wife is actually the one that caught it and we brought it up here but uh, she's in the hot tub she's wearing oh. the same clothes from the hot tub when she goes back to bed oh that's weird and they're not wet they're like dry I'm like so <laughs> like it's it was one of those things where I was like is that the same clothes she's in the hot tub in I was like yeah I think it is she's like. Why are they not wet? I'm like, we caught an editing error first viewing. When <laughs> early on, when they're writing down the rules uh, or whatever for for the for the contract, he writes ski trip really sloppy or whatever, and then the ski trip changes like three or four more times uh, in different handwriting. Uh, <laughs> yeah, kind of, really kind of an issue. Yeah, fix for the sequel, guys. Yeah. Which is inevitable, I will say with this one. With the popularity of this movie is, and the setup at the very end, it is inevitable. Yeah. Or we, we're going to get together and watch it, right? Like, sleepover? Oh, yeah. We... STS so, guys, rom-com no, night. No, yeah. some popcorn and rom No, so me and yeah. Scott... Me and Scott... So, well, kind of harkening back to the Thursday night when, we, when me and Scott saw Jason Mewes. Me and Scott were actually talking about this. Uh, we were actually talking about... STS guys camping trip podcasting yeah. on a camping trip and what's and what I can do is I can bring the projector I said we can like so we can we can watch the movie maybe we can go to the lake <laughs> we'll go we'll go skinny dipping and we'll just roast the marshmallows <laughs> like so you're not really selling this Jeremy <laughs> there is something I want to say about this movie and it's not really like a negative thing it's just more of like keeping it real I guess um this movie like these are high schoolers and uh it felt really safe like you know i i, I don't know it just you Nate expect me for, to be, for some some titties to pop no i was not was like, I, guess, I don't want that to happen drop. but you know at least this this guy he's like a jock and he's doing this fake relationship with this girl who clearly at some point shows that she doesn't really like him she's like i don't like you i like this other guy I would expect this guy to eventually start hooking up with other girls at some point. Dude, maybe that's just the jocks that I saw in my high school. Yeah, I was going to say, I think this guy was really nice. This guy is also fairly, like, awkward, and it seems like it's kind of small-town-ish. Like, no one's hooking up with anybody in that show without anyone else knowing. As the football player jock that you were in high school, are you speaking from experience? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That is so far from from what I was in high school. (laughs) I was a skinny geek, not a jock at all. None of us know that uh, that pain, Nate. It's so, fine. We can all admit this. So we we have some ideas in the chat that's been going on. So Nicola, she said that we should all get matching PJs in live stream, and then CC Ooh. follows it up with onesies. 
I'm only going. Thing. I'm only going with onesies if it has one of those butt flaps in the back. The butt flap. You gotta have the butt flap onesies. Gotta I have the butt totally flap. I'm not going with any of those. I'm not going with like a romper. Not doing that. Sorry, it's too complicated to try to shit. Um, <laughs> but I think we should make some STS guys jammies. Just you a bunch of specific, all over it. Is that from past experience? Like you want you wore that and you're like, man, Dude, this is I, really I, hard I, to put I, in this. I, no, I have a I have a toddler. Like it's at the point of like trying to take those things off and then i see adult women running around with rompers i'm like i know what you have to do to, to use any sort of restroom with those those are the worst clothing out choices to ever make all right fair point fair point <laughs> <laughs> all right so also there's some other interesting facts that i want to point out about this movie there's some other things that i actually, I actually really liked and other things that i'm like i'm like Man, I can't believe they actually they actually did a couple of different things. Like they did the whole stereotype of bad Asian drivers. Um, Dude, I, I was laughing the whole time. It's like the Asian driver lady that doesn't want to drive. I'm like she's a I, bad driver. I, like I, in our in our well in our PC world, I can't believe we went there. Wait, wait, wait! But bad teen driver. But because they're the one that's acknowledging it, I think it's kind of okay, right? I wouldn't get that at all. Because Kissing Booth, she doesn't want to drive either. I think it's just bad teen drivers. I think you're reading way too much into it. Maybe I am. But I, I, Scott, I, Scott, I think you're on the same page as me, right? My wife also brought it up. She's like, are they making fun of Asian Oh, my God, yes. Scott, yeah, Heather, <laughs> Heather's on my page, too. Like yep. I said, oh, my gosh, yes, I pointed that to Scott. So Yep. Yeah, we both were pointing out the whole thing. This movie was empowering to Asian-American women. Come on. What other movie are going to see an Asian-American girl as the lead? They were, you guys are taking it all wrong. <laughs> They're making fun of teens. Yeah. Yeah, they are. They did point out, uh, my wife, she in the chat, she brought up that they did bring up the whole Asian stereotypes in 16 Candles. Yeah. Yet, yet committed their own Asian stereotype in the movie. Larry, uh -oh. I, I, I do have to ask you this, Larry. Just as the, the fellow aficionado on the channel, how excited were you when you saw them sitting around watching the Golden Girls? That was the best part of the entire movie. Oh. <laughs> like, it had, like, I was a little iffy. I'm like, I don't know. I'm still feeling this movie out. But as soon as Saturday Night rolled around and Laura Jean and her little sister were hanging out on the couch watching Golden Girls, I'm like, Laura Jean is my girlfriend. This is so, so we know there's a sequel, but there is one other thing that that bugged me about the movie. And it had nothing. I, it really didn't bug me until like the day after. It has nothing to do with the Golden Girls. No, it had nothing to do with the Golden Girls. Golden Girls. Yeah. No, I, dude. I will say, when I saw the Golden Girls, I immediately thought of Larry. I was like, no, oh. yeah. Like, Thank you for being Larry, a friend. The blatant Subway uh, product placement. Like, if you have to bring up Subway three times in your damn movie and actually show it off at least once, like, we get it, bro. They paid you to be in this movie. Like, it didn't. It wasn't anything that took away from the quality of the movie, but it was something that you like. You notice when they keep bringing up Subway. Maybe they just wanted to eat fresh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure that because you know what? As a teen, my conversations often centered around Subway. <laughs> I got a Subway craving. Yeah. The text she had five dollar. Because we just brought him up like three times too. Good. <laughs> We're secretly sponsored, not by Subway. Yeah. Jimmy John's. Freaky fast. Freaky fresh. Sub party. Sub party. <laughs> Sub party. Um, Woo. Yeah, subby, 
subscribe to each other's channel. Let's get a subway sub party going in here. Just for uh, no, no one, no one wants a subway. Nobody eats that much subway. Right, so let me ask you: You have you one, one. You have subway once, and you're like, "All right, I'm good for like a month." Scott, <laughs> no, 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 nothing, nothing. Every once in a while, beats the cold cut combo. I'm like, yeah, yeah, that's like once a month. You eat a cold cut combo, and then like. If somebody asks you a day later, hey, do you want to go to Subway? You're like, nah, bro, I'm good for like a month. I just had Subway. <laughs> I, I got to say, if I'm thinking of sandwich, Subway's probably the last place I'm going. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's 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 okay every once in a while, but I just don't trust a place that smells the same <laughs> everywhere you go. Like, no matter where you are, you walk by Subway, you're like, that's a Subway. So- I smell like Subway now because I was in Subway. <laughs> Is that consistency? Like, you can go to a subway in Connecticut, you know what you're getting. You can go to in Arizona, you know what you're getting. You can go to that 24-hour subway in San Diego, you know what you're getting. Larry, what are you not a champion of? <laughs> Let's talk about that. You're getting subway. No, you know what I Larry, product Larry would, Larry would shill anything for nothing. Like, that's what it is. No, you know, you know what I feel? You know, you know who I feel bad for? With him? So I kind of feel bad for Josh, because he kind of got screwed twice. Yeah, well, like... I was almost expecting the sister to get back with him, but she doesn't. And let's talk about Josh. You know, he kind of just sat by the wayside the whole time. And he's just like, oh, she likes this Peter guy. And just was all sad about it and didn't do anything and just kept watching him. And then she falls in love. What does he expect? He just needs to move on. Like, you know, get out of here. Hey, there might be available. Right. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. Maybe he's maybe working he his way kitty. through the yeah. family. Yeah. Kitty. Meow. Yeah, Kitty. She, you know, she's super popular though. Like, I don't know if she can. Uh, he's going to keep up with that. Um, cool. That's all she cares about. Yeah. <laughs> like, did you drive her to school? Like, he got the like. I really think like if he got that letter and just put myself in that shoes, like you get this letter. This girl's like, oh, at one point I really liked you, but then you started dating my sister, like. Wouldn't you try more? Like we're still like best friends. They still hung out all the time. Yeah, like yeah, she comes to come talk to you to be like, hey, like this letter, like wouldn't you bring it up and talk about like hey, you know, I kind of have those feelings too. Like let it go so easily. Yeah. Yeah, I will say this movie was totally misleading that way because when it first started, it was all about Josh and like his her obsession with him when her sister was with him, and then all of a sudden, this Peter guy shows up, and you're like, "Ah, eh, Peter's just gonna show her why she loves Josh." And then it totally turned into like a Peter movie. Yeah, yeah. Josh was a total afterthought. Yeah, I was surprised too. That was the only plot twist. <laughs> right. You, well, have, I, as I said, um, younger Rami Malek got yeah, screwed. Yeah. So okay. So Scott, you saw that too. Like it looked exactly <laughs> like Rami Malek without basically like a droopy face. Yeah, it, it's it was him as younger, like fresh face Rami Malik. It, it was Rami Malik basically without like the, the palsy face. So yeah, well, it looks like Heather agrees too. Josh was an underrated character in the movie. Yeah, I just feel like he was a wasted idea, kind of like Larry said. He felt like an afterthought. Oh, well, it, I, so I I honestly think out of well, here's the thing out of all the acting in the movie too, I think his acting was the worst too. Like especially he, he, that was, scene on the porch where he's basically begging her to talk, like. Just when they kept on flashing back to him, and basically his lines felt so forced when she basically, hey, I can't talk about this right now, and went back in the house. Um, she was good in that scene, and he was like overacting. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah he was like, overacting. Yeah, that's he that's, that's exactly Nicolas what it Cage is. School of acting. Hey, like, baby girl. Yeah. Hey, baby girl. He's like, come back. Like, talk to me. Like, yeah, it was too much. I'm so sad, but I can't say anything about it. My all this stuff in my face is keeping me from doing it. Yeah. No. Like, I I completely agree. That guy's like, gonna have he, problems for the rest of his life. Like, <laughs> in general, it was good. But yeah, there was his like his acting. I should say is good. But that one scene on the porch was like you're like oh damn like he's going way he's going full retard on that one yeah he like i said it was it was it was it was some weird acting so but here's the thing so before we get into the kissing booth like oh. like who do we who do we think is coming back like and in regards and what in what capacity are they coming do you think josh is coming back that you know what? he's like no you know what i really want laura jean i'm gonna make i'm 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 gonna gun i'm gonna gun for her. that's and you know what screw peter i'm gonna try to get behind peter's back because you know what i want laura jean like no, what do you what do you think what? is gonna happen in the second one no, i didn't even so, think of a plot until you said that i'm like okay yeah. that's the plot yeah so yeah i know yeah brian's saying the best podcast so far i saw us arguing about a chick flick um <laughs> yeah. so i dropped the truth bomb on all three of y'all that apparently didn't watch past as soon as the credits ran you guys you guys exited out of that uh that there's a whole end credit scene that sets up the sequel where little homie from the uh model un shows back up with flowers and the letter oh, oh. so and he is now handsome oh, oh yeah boy so yeah. So, so peter's got some scott competition either, <laughs> scott either really liked the movie and wanted to see more or dude, no, it it it's it legit to Marvel. It 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 one hundred percent sets up that sequel. Like it one hundred percent was like a perfect setup of like this whole thing gets resolved, and then one of the the one missing letter that they don't talk about in the the entire movie. They mentioned that you know, like the the dude from camp gets returned. That one no. missing letter, dude shows up in person. No, you're, At, after everything is resolved, you're, you're totally right, Scott. Though, because here's the thing: I'm surprised I missed it. I watched this movie twice because, like, what? So, yeah, I watched it twice just to make sure I had basically. I wanted to grab all my talking points for the podcast, and like I was even so, so I missed it twice because, like I said, even like said. So the, the the second time I watched it, it ran all the way to the end. I must have like got up during the credits because at the at the very end it goes into like DVD like special features because it has like little boxes that you yeah, can select. Yeah, the, the, so you got to keep watching. When those boxes pop up, it'll they disappear and then he comes back. Up. I, so I, I I never went past that point. So yeah. So, I have an observation about Scott here. So huh. if you think about it, the person that was the most heated when this started was yeah. Scott at Larry for the idea, but. Going through our discussion and knowing that Scott was the only one that stayed to the after credit scene, he may have liked this movie the most out of all four STS guys. Oh yeah, no, one hundred percent, Nate. Um, I do have to bring up this. Travis Moore says there's also a sequel uh, set up for a sequel to Aragon, uh, but we know how that turned out. Yeah, unlike Aragon, this movie was actually good. Oh, whoa! Aragon. <laughs> Oh man! So yeah, there's that aspect of it. It's... Like John Malkovich hamming it up cannot save your movie, but uh, apparently having uh, the dude from one of the main guys from Sex in the City as the dad does. <laughs> I remember that guy from a, a little TV show called Northern Exposure. Yes, 
you remember that show? No, I haven't, I haven't heard that, that that show mentioned for the longest time. Yeah, like I think everyone stopped talking about that when it stopped airing. He was the cool guy on Northern Exposure. Hey, man. He was. I got the deep uh, 90s TV cuts. Because uh, me and my wife used to watch the show all the time. So for forever, that's Aiden from Sex and City. So that's uh, that's all he can be. Like, yeah, whatever. You're the Applebee's uh, commercial guy. But no. Really the Applebee's commercial guy. Um, we can <laughs> of this. Dad in that guy it was way better dad than the dad in the kissing booth. Right. Oh my! I think God. that should. I think that should. Can, I, can that be our transition point to talk about kissing booth? Yes, we got to talk about kissing booth because oh my God, that's an awful movie. What are you talking about Scott, it's a rom com very similar to to all the boys I've loved before. No, Ella's <laughs> mom passed away just like Laura Jean's mom passed away. She's lusting after a boy she can't have. What do you mean? They both are basically yeah. the same. First off, let's just put it this way. In the everyone is overly handsome for or hot for a high school person, like the thing about the kissing booth that pisses me off is that girl's like, oh, I'm so awkward and things. And she's like a real world 10. Like, really, boys have never hit on you ever up until you show up in a little mini skirt. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you clearly have been hit on way more before that. And then, but they would have but all the other boys were afraid of flynn yeah oh i'm sure that's because yeah because that's the thing that was that was the thing that was the thing that caused them to to stay away mm-hmm. yeah oh, like the oh, whole yeah. thing that like you were, they, they went to like uber rich uber hot high school true so you weren't feeling that whole opening montage about how i'm nerdy and relatable and like my best friend and I play Dance Dance Revolution all the time. You were doing that? Yeah, no. Yeah, and the dad in the kissing booth whose only concern is, hey, that boy's not very good. You should probably not ride on his motorcycle. Like, show some goddamn parenting, dude. <laughs> oh, okay. okay. Really, really kind of going back to uh, to all the boys real quick, just because. Speaking of the dad, one of my honestly, my favorite scenes that made me laugh is what is it? Is it Kitty? Is that what her name was? When he was when she was he was talking to her about being a gynecologist. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or so, is it the feminist when, girl that was? Yeah, the, fe- the feminist girl. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, the feminist the girl. The feminist girl who's he has no response when she's like, "Is it weird that it's a man being a gynecologist? Like, yeah, that was that actually yeah, so made me laugh. When you were in school, you said to yourself, "I want to be a gynecologist." Now, so yeah. Nicola, she she, 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 I think she points out. I think this is my thing. It's the production value was clearly different on a different level, and I and I think that's, I think that's honestly part of what the problem was with for with me, anyways, with the kissing booth. So I I liked. I said I said I am definitely team twelve the boys, just because I said I think the production value, like I said to her point, is exactly exactly that. I agree. No, it's it's production value, but it's also like quality of writing like clearly kissing booth was they understood like this is gonna be a rom-com no one is gonna love it and they they just wrote it as like we're gonna take a show that should have been on the disney channel add some sex and drinking and throw it on netflix add a lot of sex and drinking yeah so i'm gonna admit and say that so many times. So, so uh, we, have, we have a question in the chat. So, how many guys actually know how to hit on hot girls in high school? And I think that's none. That, I think that, no one does. None, none. Especially not the one that plays Dance Dance Revolution all the time. <laughs> I just want to dance. 
I just want to dance. Guys are typically terrified of women in high school. Yeah, girls are attractive. Ones. Guys are terrified it's of like, women just in general. Dude, yeah. in high school, the attractive girl would be like, "Hey, to you, and you'd be like, I, I'm like, <laughs> of course, there's a lot. Like, like, it's so true. You totally lose train of thought. Like, uh, what? Yep. You just say something completely random. All right. Yeah. Like, like, there was lots of cars in the parking lot. Like, I, the, the <laughs> autism kicks in. Like, at that point. And it's just awful. <laughs> uh, but, uh, like, yeah, the, the, like, I think they bank too much on the fact that, like, speaking of, you know, 16 Candles and to all the boys, Molly Ringwald, Molly Ringwald being Mrs. Flynn uh, in Kissing Booth. What a waste of a cameo, too. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Such a waste of a stick her star in, right? To bring her back into a rom com. Total garbage character. Sorry, Molly Ringwald. Garbage. Yeah. Uh, Nicola brings out the point. She's saying that Till All the Boys was a book before it, but still, to, to translate a book into film and actually keep it interesting takes a lot of work more than just, uh, you know, just, you know, kind of just, just translating it. It's a way different process. Like, I still think the writing to make the screenplay was way better than Kissing Booth. Like, Kissing Booth just felt like I was watching what, like, a 30-year-old thinks high school people talk like. You mean, like, when she's in the principal's office and she, she talks about touching her lady bump? Yeah, her lady bump. Uh, so, here, here, oh, wow. real quick, I just, I just want to, I just want to bring up something real quick. I'm going to share my screen one second. So I'm oh, talking, look. talking. Look at, look, we're going to let Rotten Tomatoes speak for it all. Look at on the tomato meter, thirteen percent. But let's look yeah. at, let's look at uh, to all the boys. Ninety-five percent certified fresh. Yeah. So I, 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 I honestly, like I said I have to go completely with. Rotten Tomatoes and the, the general consensus on this one because I think I think that decided it all for us. That's better than most Marvel movies. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. better than all DC movies. It yeah, no DC movie has ever reached that no. level of certified I, fresh. Well, is that really that surprising that a DC movie hasn't reached that <laughs> level unless it's animated? I mean, let's be honest here. We're saying that Lauren so, is a better character than Batman. <laughs> Bat- bar. That just so, pisses me off. <laughs> Look how angry so, Nate is right now. Yeah. So yeah, Nate's Nate's fuming. Um here's the other thing that, that just makes me mad. This movie I, I made the point of things like the the people's like Uber like couple million dollar house. One of the guys is driving this like nice ass Harley. You got another guy in that movie driving a like late sixties rebuilt Mustang convertible. Dude, they lived underneath the Hollywood sign. They live under yeah, they live under like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm care about rich people with relationship problems. Like the characters weren't relatable in any way, shape, or form versus like, yeah, the dad's a doctor, but they lived in a normal house and to all the boys, right? Like everything uh, ends up like well, you actually can understand <laughs> where people are coming from so well speaking speaking to that though like so this, this is the only question i did have where does all the boys take place at just because we have all, they have all the, like the city scene cut flashes and then it's like small town and there's like I, city scene cut flash and then small town for for whatever reason i was thinking it was somewhere in like toronto i don't know why but it felt like 
very Toronto-ish. Very Toronto-ish. I don't think that's where it actually is. I don't think it ever says. I think yeah, that's because the, you, see, you remember you kind of see my point though. Right? Like that it goes yeah. from like oh like 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 when she's going to the party, it's like flashes of the city life, and then it like goes down yeah. to the house. And like I was thinking the, the exact same thing. I'm like, where is this? Because they have like the ski trip, so they can go into the mountains and go skiing, and then they have all this other small right. town over here, and then it looks kind of like California a little bit. I don't know. So I, I was really thinking it was somewhere like either like Seattle or Toronto, like somewhere up in that uh, area. So that, that real, real quick, real quick though, CC points out one thing for the DC. So she's on, for for Team Z. Wonder Woman is also uh, is up there with the ratings. So yeah, I, yeah. I okay, it. we forget about we forget about their one like outlier. Well, because well, yeah, Wonder Woman was actually know, even though I just hated on DC films, I still love DC. Uh, Wonder Woman was good. And I actually did like Man of Steel. Wonder Woman is also uh, certified fresh. So ninety three does not it does not meet to all the boys though. It's only ninety three. That's uh, because well, well we our we have we have we, we ha- well we have more they have more reviews so cool. still not as good. Lara Jean is better than Wonder Woman. Gal Gadot. Oh, I don't know if I can agree with that. Larry. Hey, hey! First off, I mentioned this before when we had first saw Dog. I, I'm going Team Jubilee versus. Uh, Wonder Woman. So, no. so CC says kissing booth started on on what what pad by like a thirteen year old I think. <laughs> oh well, it shows in the writing. Good God, the well, fact that like the, the character like here's my problem with the kissing booth is I think they like wrote three quarters of the movie, but we're not really sure which of the Flynn boys she was going to end up with. And so they just kind of wrote the story for her to get to both of them and then figured it out at the last minute. I think Larry looks like he's been wanting to say something. Larry, what did you... I feel like you wanted to say something you got cut off for a second. Uh, I don't know what I was going to say. It was something, but I lost it. So All right. You're like... <laughs> I don't have the city. And then, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I was going. Sometimes that happens. But thank you, Nate. <laughs> felt bad i will say there were a whole lot of montages into all the boys i no, not i don't know there's a lot of we're (laughs) having lots of sex montages yeah can i talk about my favorite part of the kissing booth yes go Go. it was near the end they're in that gazebo about to do it and the creepy security guard gardener maintenance guy walks by and just gives the creepiest smile and then just walks away. That, that, that is that's that's my favorite was, part too. I'm gonna walk around and look through the window and watch. Yeah, the perverted uh, maintenance guy's like, "Hey, what's up?" I, it's like it, a smile that I would do. Yeah, it's like it's it's like Nate's uh, attracting children comment. Um, yeah, no, I just see exactly the maintenance guy and the maintenance guy like literally like grabbing like, a thing of like uh, garden shears and like cutting a hole in a bush and like spe- yeah. like speaking it's like like sneaking <laughs> as, through. As Nate says, "This I'm about to watch some statutory rape happen." Like, <laughs> good God. That was uh, <laughs> that was that was Larry's comment, not Nate's. That was Larry's, where he said he's like, I'm pretty sure that entire movie was statutory rape. As yeah. the boy goes off to Harvard, yeah. Oh, that was stupid too. Yeah, like the really tall, like I don't even know the name, Flynn, right? Uh, as Noah. That, what? Noah. Noah. Noah Flynn. So as that guy is going off to college, he's like got to be 18, right? This is prom, end of the year, senior year. And little old uh, L over there, I don't think she's of age, man. This movie's sending the wrong... <laughs> this movie's sending the wrong vibes out to America's youth. Not cool. 
not cool. That guy should be in jail. Yeah. He he needs to introduce himself to the neighbors. <laughs> Larry protecting the children. Yeah. While he attracts them. It just I I, I just it, what it is, is I just feel like it's like all these rich kids, they're all good looking, like Yeah. They all have swimming pools and trampolines. Yeah. Yeah. It's like I don't give two shits about your relationship problems. I hate you because you're driving a rebuilt Mustang. Like, screw you, Lee. You're oh, I can't get a girlfriend. Bullshit. Like, if you drove that car to any high school, you would have a girlfriend the next day. He thought no one wanted to kiss him, and then little Miss Hottie shows up and kisses him, picks up the blindfold, an instant relationship. Yeah, that's the thing too. Like, I, Larry and I made the comment about this because I was like, wait, when did Lee get his uh, his like girlfriend or whatever. I was like, did I miss that part of the movie? Larry's like, no, it took three seconds of film for him to be like, Oh, I kissed you. We're boyfriend and girlfriend now. And the girl's like, okay. I like, kissed the boy and I liked it. No, yeah. He takes off the blindfold and I believe the direct quote is, I hope you like what you see. And then instant love. And or, see. Like, weird. And I did not like that. And they walk off holding hands and are now... Oh. Boyfriend Carnival games, yeah. It just the the whole premise of like way things happen in that movie are just bullshit, horrible. I could write a better rom com in my sleep, Larry. I think you already have wrote that rom com. Well, I think I think we I think we we've actually plotted this rom com out, haven't we, Larry? We have. We can't talk about it because I don't want someone to steal my idea. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll talk no, about I, it. First, no, I have to stop. Cece says she probably had a crush on him and finally got the chance. Stop defending this movie. It's a pile of garbage. No. <laughs> like, they just had to write Lee out of it because they didn't, they were trying to figure out which one of those two that she was going to end up with. <laughs> like, not be so sad, right? Like, yeah. I go off and like drive his car off a cliff or something, that beautiful yeah. thing. But because he has a girlfriend, we know he'll be okay. Yeah, it was the the writing Lee out of the whole love triangle thing. So has the chat chimed in to tell us which one they like better? Yeah, okay, okay. okay. So chat, uh, yeah. Let's let the chat let's go. Let's let the chat go. Which which? If you've seen these movies, if you could, if you only had to choose one, which one is definitely your favorite? And Cece said, "Oh my God, each of you should write a rom com. We, we we got we got we got one in the making. We got one. We got a rom com in the making. It's good. It's pretty good." <laughs> Yeah, and MOA says, oh, they're all the same formula. Not the one that we're thinking about. No, this one is going to blow people's minds. And it will never be made into a movie. I'm just saying it right now. No, we're, no, we are going to make this movie. We are going to make this movie. It may be a, like a B-level movie. Except I, Dude, I, no. I will shoot I will shoot this entire movie. I will shoot this Dude, entire movie. Jeremy, you'll shoot it. Then it makes it a D-level movie, man. I will, I will, I will, I will, I'll give it some artistic feels. Dude, but we need Tony Danza. Well, I said, this is how you, Larry. I'm sure we can actually afford him. This is how you get Tony Danza. I said you get Tony Danza. I said this is how you get you show him basically. You know what this movie's missing? Tony Danza. Hold me closer, Tony Danza. All right, so. The part where we sing TV theme songs. Nerdsmithy yeah. says, "I can't wait to see this movie." I have Brian says, "I haven't seen either, but watching after the podcast, I think we've inspired people on Rom Com Saturday to watch some rom coms." Yeah. So first, I will say this: out of everything, to all the boys, surprised the living hell out of me. Going into that movie, I thought it was going to be still a pile of crap, um, but it ended up being good. 
Like it was a surprisingly good movie. No. Like I so said, the the best thing I can I, there's there's so many other movies I can compare it to, but like I said, like I said to me, I said it felt like a modern Ten Things I Hate About You, which like I said, which which I loved. I loved I loved that movie back in the day. I said I, I said and I, this 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 felt like basically a, a modern version of of that. Basically, a, a today's coming of age with basically involving today's problems. Yeah, and things that like I said, you would actually think that like today's youth would talk about, like. Topics that are relevant. I don't know if you guys know, but I'm pretty in touch with the youth. (laughs) Larry is. We all all are in our 30 plus years. Hey, man, you know what the kids do? They watch YouTube videos. You know who's live on YouTube right now? The four of us. Woo! I feel like we're very relevant. So I, I know we talk about movies a lot and we have our little rating system. So we've come up with it. So let's do this. I want to rate both of these movies out of five. Give me your score. Larry, go. Five being the best. To all the boys I loved before, five. Larry, you don't give anything a five. Yeah, I've never seen a five out of Larry. This freaking kidding me. This is what gets a five. Yeah. Oh, Larry. What did I I rate Black Panther? Like a two and a half? Like a three. No, you wrote Black Panther was two and a half. You gave to all the boys a five. Let's just maybe a three. No, no, three. you can't go back now. You can't go back after a five, no, man. No. Okay, Nate. Wait, I did do my other oh, one. Oh, do your oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Kissing Booth, Larry. The one. Yeah, it was bad. It was really bad. All right, Nate, go. So while I agree with Scott that all the boys was better than I expected, it was still mediocre at best for me. So I'm going to say a three for all the boys, and. I haven't admitted it this whole time that you've been talking about it, but I actually didn't watch The Kissing Booth. So I'm going to say a zero based on what I've heard. No, no, no. You're going to abstain. Abstain. Like I said, you're, you're going to Okay, fine. You're you got to abstain from Kissing Booth. All right. Don't go watch it, though. Like, so, okay. So Nicola says Kissing Booth 1, All the Boys, 4.5. Wow. 4.5. Right. Scott, what, 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 what about you? What, what's your rating? Oh, no. The, so I'm the one that initiated this shit. You go first. Right. So to all the boys, solid four. Uh, to I said kissing booth. It's a one. Like it doesn't hold a candle. Sorry, Molly <laughs> Ringwald. <laughs> uh, it doesn't hold a candle to uh, kissing booth. Yeah. Cool. Fifteen candles to a kissing booth. Yeah. No. No. So man, I was the the most brutal on this one. So yeah. you were. Um. It's not like I didn't like the movie. It's just not my kind of movie. That's yeah, all. no. So let me go through this. First, the question I have is, can we do negative numbers? Like, have we ever discussed this before? No, we can't do negative. Not okay, except for the kissing booth. Kissing booth. Okay, kissing booth. Negative one. Oh. And uh, I, I'm going to go with Jeremy on this one. I agree with him. I think to all the boys is a four. Four. It Team was, four. I... I as a rom-com, like, I could watch that movie again. I mean, you watched it twice, right? Like, I could watch that movie again and be fine. Like, it, like rom-com aside, it was actually a decent movie to watch. Like, it was a watchable movie. Have you seen a better Netflix original movie? No. Not at all. Yes. It was the best Netflix original movie, I think. For, like, for movies? Yeah, no. Yeah. What we watched uh, last October, we watched Little Evil with Adam Scott. That was trash. That was awful. Oh, if you try to compare, if if you try to compare the the two of them, like 
No. Oh God, no. Larry, bright with Will Smith, trash. Get out of here. Yeah. All- point, Larry. It's definitely one of the better Netflix movies, but I don't agree with Scott that it's a movie I can watch again. I don't want to see it again. I'll probably watch it again before the second one comes out, just to you know reacquaint myself with that universe, get back in touch with the characters that I fell in love with. Peter Kavinsky. So, so here's the thing. Uh, CC Jean brings up says uh, both five, but I'm a woman and haven't seen a good cute teen rom-com in a while i would literally watch every 1990s rom-com over again then watch the kissing booth a second time like go watch can't hardly wait a movie uh, that we brought up earlier not to larry's point though oh go ahead Uh, to larry's point though i said it wasn't my favorite netflix movie old honestly my favorite netflix original i don't even know if you guys have seen this um, if if not, we should talk about this too. Especially, uh, uh, are you gonna bring up Spectral? No, 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 no. Uh, not, I'm not even bringing up Spectral because that was technically a studio movie before it was a Netflix one. Uh, Scott's trying to spoil it. No, uh, Gerald's Game. If you if you haven't seen Gerald's Game on Netflix, it, dude, it's a freaky weird Stephen what, King movie. Um, was that a was that a Netflix original though? It was a Netflix original. Oh, yeah. I didn't know that. Yes, it was a Netflix original. Oh, um, Jeremy though, The Babysitter. The babysitter uh, was good. Travis Moore brought it up. That that was actually a really good movie as well. That's a contender for best movie on Netflix. I have to say, much better than To All the Boys. Though yeah. I didn't. Really uh, like, uh, maybe I'm just being a hater tonight, but I didn't. You really are like a hater either. Nate, Nate has Nate has no romance in his life. That's what it is. Movie <laughs> ranking. Say what? Isn't Nate always the positive one when it comes to movie rankings? It, yeah, it that's a, where I'm surprised is that Jeremy and I are the two higher ranking ones. I usually I'm normally Scott's team trying. Nate and I'm team Larry when when it comes yeah. to movie rankings. Uh, there's nothing that surprises me more than Larry's five <laughs> on all the boys. Yeah, to all the boys, the first five Larry's ever given I, is I, to a rom com. Larry loves Spider-Man. I don't even see him rating a Marvel Spider-Man movie that high. See, CC's on my page. Gerald's Game was awesome. Ger- yeah. Uh, yeah. Gerald's Game, like I no. said, if you haven't seen it, you guys can watch it. It's freaking awesome. It, like, it's, Gerald's Game is great. Like, that's... I just didn't know that was a uh, uh, Netflix original. Yeah, that, to is, be honest a, that with is a you. Netflix original. That was, like I said, it's such a fantastic movie. Um, man, I'm going to watch movies again. All right, so... <laughs> <laughs> we're getting ready to wrap up the we show. actually had we realized that we talked about two rom-coms for almost an hour and we had some great interactions <laughs> i, I want to i can't wait for part two when uh the sequel comes out oh uh, we are totally talking oh maybe I, I i think we should do this um back in the day this used to happen so also we'll have to isolate the audio somehow um but i think basically maybe the sts guy should have a an online viewing party of the sequel. So basically oh, where we God. all coordinate with basically the people that, that, that want to watch, so we can all watch it together. Um, no, so I, 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 I add that thing. I still think that we need to do the STS guy uh, commentaries for movies. So let us watch a movie with you guys, but we'll just record a commentary that you can watch while you're watching the film yes and nicole is keeping us honest we got to wear pjs when we're doing this oh god yes like i'm i'm wearing the onesie with the butt flaps i have one scott let's find onesies dude no i have one no no no. we we need we need need, need new onesies scott yeah we need new onesies we we need matching we need matching we all need to wear the same one yeah 
I, I will find I'll, I will find us matching onesies. Yay! I'm Yay. sure. Larry, I say, Larry, you know you're excited. It'd be worse than the time we decided to buy Ghostbusters jumpsuits. First off, I just found my wife is like, "What are you gonna do with this?" I'm like, "Dude, I can't." I see it, it on I the back no table. What to do with that thing? <laughs> is that it on the back table back there? No. That is, no, it actually is. <laughs> she, did, she put it in there. There it is. <laughs> That's awesome. That is the Ghostbusters onesie. We've oh had. A- God, I didn't realize that that was brought into the room. We've had a lot of crazy ideas. That was the worst crazy that, idea. That was that was pretty to bad. Dress up like really shitty Ghostbusters and go to Comic Con. Yeah, that was an awful idea, and we all spent money on it, which is the worst thing. Well, here's the thing: I, you kept. I returned that shit, dude. I lost it for a while. I forgot where it was. I slept on it, and I I, I missed the window for Amazon returns. So. Oh. I'll use that for like working on a car or something. Like it's a, it's a still a jumpsuit. I can still wear it in some aspect. I just need help getting it off because I <laughs> I bought a size too small. I love how Scott's spinning this. Like, don't worry, guys. I can just fix my car with it or something. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Except for the fact that I need help. Like, I I thought I was gonna die the day that I tried it on when they sent it because it's a size too small and I. I got it on just fine, but taking it off, I was like, got my arms trapped like behind me, and I was like, oh god, I'm gonna die this way. Scott, Scott, get it off. Email Scott at stsguys.com. Larry, ooh, Ooh. um, (laughs) now Scott, to your point though, so the one I ordered was also too small. I literally looked like Fat Mario. (laughs) It's me, a Fat Mario. I look awful. Is it Wario, just Fat Mario? Fatter Mario. Fatter Mario. And evil. Because I'm going to say, Mario's got a little bit of a belly. Yeah. He not, he's not skinny. All right. So, for... Like I said, we got so we got a lot of stuff coming up on, on deck for you guys. Uh, we... <laughs> Nothing's gonna beat the rom-com episode, to be honest. Larry's got to do a show here. Yeah. Oh well, what are we gonna talk about next week first? Uh, any, yeah. any anything well, coming out? Uh, maybe next Friday. Yes. Uh, thank you, Larry. There is something big coming out next Friday. It's actually coming Ooh. out Thursday at 9 p.m. If you order it from GameStop. But nice. Spider-Man PS4. I know me and Jeremy are getting the uh, PS4 Pros with Spider-Man. Uh, it comes with the game. It comes with a customized PS4. I'm super stoked. I am super uh, stoked also. because I will now have a PS4 that works permanently Yay. for more one than like an hour at a time. One that doesn't just randomly boot you from parties after like 35 minutes. Yep. Yeah. You, you guys can expect a lot of streams that weekend. A lot of Spider-Man streams. Yeah. Um, so all I'll Spider-Man. Do it that night and play pretty late. Um, yeah, I'm excited. Speaking of games, I want to do a quick shout out to a game. Into the Breach on oh. Nintendo Switch. It is really freaking good. Uh, and if you buy it from the Mexico Nintendo store, it's only eight bucks. I really recommend it. I had to say that because I've been playing it a lot. Wait a minute. The Nintendo Mexico store? It, apparently yeah. it's on sale in Mexico. Yeah, so the coolest thing about Switch is that it's not region locked. You can create an account in any region you want and buy the games from that. And the cool thing is that there's uh, deals... Uh, on specific regions so that game for some reason is on sale on the mexico store so i'm just doing it for the discount but you can play it on your u.s account no problem it's easy bueno <laughs> muy, muy bueno muy, muy bueno well, we're, we're, 
We're keeping Scott up because he's yawning. Uh, yeah, like, yeah, that was my bad. Sorry, guys. I just want to say that if you'd like to check us out on Instagram, you can find us at SDS Guys. We're on Twitter at SDS Guys. You can even follow us on Facebook at the SDS Guys. And I am Larry from the SDS Guys. What what is going on with that Batman's face? I'm sorry, Nate. <laughs> show that back up here. That is like constipated Batman. He's just he's angry Batman. That is not angry. That's like I haven't pooped in four days. <laughs> All right. So for episode fifty-one of the STS guys, Thank you for I have been Jeremy. That was amazing. Hey guys, it's Nate. And I'm Dick Trickle. I'm me. God. Have a good night, everybody. Come on.